Are you ready to find the missing link in your wellness journey? Do you want to learn how specialized women-owned businesses can collectively help you achieve the goals you want for your mind, body, and soul? Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, and Molly Atala, former teacher and manager of Orthopelvic. Together, we are on a mission to help women know that there is help for whatever their needs are. From cosmetic tattoo artists to naturopath doctors, we break down different methods and treatment that women may not know are available to them by drastically improving their quality of life. We believe that no one can achieve the results they desire going down one path with one practitioner. And that is why we come together to collaborate. This podcast is for all women, especially for those who want more information on improving their overall well-being and would like to learn about methods and treatment and care that they may be unaware of. So let us connect the pieces of the puzzle for you. While listening, you will learn about local female-run businesses and understand that when providers work together to have a collective approach, we can reach the best outcomes for you. Let's get into today's episode. So I think it's that's what I love about your practice is that you guys don't do high. You're not seeing people like multiple times a week necessarily, unless, you know, maybe something's more acute, but there's room for them to heal in between those visits instead of just, and your treatments are also just so effective. So you don't need them coming in every other day to try to maintain a certain level of function. Yeah, definitely. I'll go ahead. I mean, yeah, I was going to speak on that. And the fact that, yeah, if they were saying, hey, Taylor's doing this, then I'm like, okay, you keep doing that with Taylor and then we will take this approach. So it was really cool, you know, to keep collaborating on that. And they're getting different pieces of the puzzle and solving their problem. And it's just awesome. So we loved it. Yeah. Something I like too is when we can reach out and say, you know, I think maybe somebody's like not feeling, is it feeling a little bit discouraged right now? Or somebody's feeling needs like a little bit of assurance and needs like a pep talk, that kind of thing. And we can actually support each other in that way of checking in and like giving those heads up of like, when do we need to really approach the patient's morale? And when do we need to like, you know what I mean? It's like um, when I was a high school teacher and if a kid started crying in my class, I would call their next period teacher and say like, Hey, like, you know, let's really check in on Sarah. Like she's having a tough day. Like maybe she doesn't need this like quiz today kind of thing, you know, and like being able to approach that with our patients to like motivate them. And again, like you said, make them feel really cared for is so nice. Yeah. That gave me chills. I totally agree. And that kind of, that all comes back to meeting patients where they're at, because if you aren't looking at the big picture and you're not seeing the emotional aspect and all of these different parts, and you're just trying to push through on exercises or trying to push through on whatever, like you're not actually going to be as effective with your care because you're, yeah, you're just kind of pushing on them what they might not need at the time. Yeah. And it's like what you were taught in school to, te- to, to do in that situation, but definitely that's normally not what they actually need. They actually really need you to listen you to understand exactly where they're at, like you just said, and then go with whatever that vibe is at the time and not be like, Oh, let me do all the treatments that I know can help this condition. Maybe they're not there and you cannot do that. Otherwise it will overwhelm the nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, coming out of school, 
at least for me, like in my first year, you know, the first couple months of practice, like I'd get nervous and I'd be like, okay, I'd like study their notes and I'd be like, well, back pain. And they've had this injury and they'd have this and they, you, they walk in and you're like, okay, I have all these things I'm going to do. Like I'm going to list them out. And like, I learned this ART protocol and I learned this and this, and like, here we go. And I probably practiced that way for a period of time. And then I just got to a point where I was like, I don't know what's walking in. I don't, I can't look at somebody's no, or intake form and know what they're going to be experiencing when they come in. So I can't pre, I can't put together a treatment before they walk into my door because it may not be applicable to where they're at at that time. Yeah. And that's so funny because they do teach us that in school. Oh, they have low back pain. Well, then this is the evaluation that you're going to do. And this is the standard of care. And in reality, it's nothing like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even Sorry, I was just going to say, this is kind of a tangent, but kind of related. But even with the one thing that irks me a little bit is the questionnaire. I forget what it's called, but it's like the postpartum questionnaire to see how your emotional, mental well-being is. And I printed it off when I first decided that I was going to work heavily in the postpartum field. I printed off all these forms and I'm like, okay, everyone's postpartum. I'm going to give it to them because I really like want to know what's going on. And I like want to screen and do all the things I'm supposed to do. And I was like, this feels icky. Like I don't want to be measuring their mental health status off of this form that gives me a subjective or objective, I guess, like number. I was like this, no, I need to sit with them in the room, listen to what they're saying to me, like care for them in the way that they need. And so I think, yeah, I think just dropping like forgetting what you've learned, forgetting all of these very like structured things and just honestly connecting with another human. Like that's what it is. Yeah. And like stopping the quantification of things. Like I remember taking that questionnaire and I was like, well, how many points do I have out of what? Like, this is so strange. And like, for us, like maybe like we're measuring like how much mobility someone has and like against a certain angle or whatever, but ultimately like, can they do what they want to do? Like, that's what we want to know. Like we, we don't want to get them attached to like any sort of diagnosis that they maybe have going on or like, you know, how many degrees of motion do you have in this way? But like, are you able to do what you want to do? Like, how can we help you get to that place? And like really figuring that out. And speaking of just being human to human, you have been on like such an incredible journey of self-care and, and really just prioritizing yourself. And, you know, so obviously you're in such a better place for your children and your patients, but can you just tell us a little bit, like, how did you get to a place where you realized that like you really needed this and how did you start putting those pieces together and really committing to yourself? Yeah. Thank you. I love that question. It took falling pretty hard to get to that point. I'm type A, I'm go, 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 like to be productive, very in that like masculine energy. And I finally got to a point where I just, my body didn't feel good. Like I didn't, I just didn't feel energized. I felt tired. I felt apathetic, like just these new feelings. And I decided that if I wanted to continue growing my practice, which I'm so passionate about, I really needed to point to myself. And, you know, I had one of these moments talking to my husband and I'm like, I promote all of these self-care resources for my patients every single day. Yet I'm sacrificing myself (laughs) day to day. And what is this actually providing for the people that I'm treating? So it's just been, it's been a slow journey. I am not there yet. I'm probably always going to be growing in this way, but 
I've just really learned to ask for help. I've learned to slow down, get outside. Being outside is just so good. I think it's so good for everybody. Just really connecting, like grounding yourself. So those, and I've just, I've honestly opened up to investing in myself. I think that's the biggest thing is as moms, as women, we feel guilty. We feel guilty putting time, putting money, putting energy into our own self work. And I've realized that not only am I going to improve my life, but I'm going to, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my business. I'm doing it for my patients. My goal is to be able to support everybody to be truly and authentically themselves. And if I can't hold space for myself and I can't care for myself, how am I going to truly be able to hold space for those in front of me? Yeah. I mean, that's massive. Hopefully everyone just heard that. I completely am a hundred percent on that boat, Taylor. I myself am going through the same journey right now where I'm finally, and Molly too, we are finally putting care into ourselves over the last month and a half, I would say. And it's truly been amazing to see, honestly, the energy that I have. I mean, I always have energy, but it's like more impactful. And it's just, I really feel what you're saying because it, it is the more that you can actually give to yourself, the more you can actually give to other people. Yeah. And all three of us are, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say all three of us are like nurturers and like caretakers. And like, that is like where we thrive and like where we feel the best is like when someone else is getting results, like from our direct input, like that feels so good. But like when you're of that personality type, especially, and like, like with Kelly, like her business and like her employees, like we are like children where like, she wants nothing more than to see us happy and thriving with you and me, obviously you with your business, my actual child and everything. It's the same kind of thing where I just want, I want that so bad, but it's really hard. And I want everything with orthopelvic to be like thriving so much. And we put too much pressure on ourselves sometimes. And I know like as a working mom, like before I had Jamie, when I was on maternity leave, I sometimes would work out six days a week because it was just so stressful staying at home with a baby. And that was like during COVID, like that was so stressful. I work out six days a week. And then I became a working mom. And I felt like I can't spend one more minute away from him than the time that I'm working. And I took that away from myself. And that really took away and was like, well, I'll have to like work out at like 4am or work out at 8pm at night or like one of these things. And it was just, and same thing with you guys where it's like, well, if I build in time in my day for self-care or if I'm prioritizing myself in this way, I'm taking my time away from patients and from work that I could be doing. And isn't that going to be negative for my business? And the reality is that it's so incredibly positive for your business. And like, for me, like for my morale as like our clinic manager and for my, you know, like the energy that I have for my son, that it is, you know, taking an extra half an hour or an hour outside of the workday to exercise and do that. My son doesn't care. <laughs> like he's super, you know, he's, just, I come in, he's like, okay, like, you know, mom, but it's if you're just, happy, I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. And that's, but it like gives us so much more to be able to give out. Um, and I still think it's something that, you know, we all need to, we really all need to like hold each other up and also hold each other accountable of taking that time because we put too much. I mean, all three of us just put too much on our shoulders and it's important to like, you know, Kelly Taylor, like I see you, I acknowledge the work that you're doing to put in for yourself. And I know that it's not natural to be in that state. And I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. Thanks mom. Well, we love you too. 
Thank you. Taylor, I know this is a great question for you. I know that you do have some new things on the horizon that we have to be on the lookout for. So tell us all about it. So I'm opening, I just opened a second practice in Harrisonburg, Virginia. So two hours south of Northern Virginia, it's been a dream of ours to move into the Shenandoah Valley. So we're doing it. I'm going to keep my practice in Northern Virginia and come up monthly to see patients and continue to just collaborate. I one of the hardest things for me right now is finding my new community down there. And it's actually been a little easier than the first time because I know what I'm looking for. I'm like, all right, I like, we're cutting to the chase. I know what type of providers I want to work with. They need to be patient centered. They need to be able to drop the ego. They need like, and so it's just, that's actually been really fun because I can kind of filter out like, okay, yes, you're on my team. So I'm opening that practice. We're moving there this summer. And then I'm currently in space with Caroline who owns Body Birth and Baby. And she's a massage therapist and also teaches hypnobirthing. And we have an upcoming event called Ask the Midwife. And it's going to be open to anyone who is looking to ask questions, particularly about giving birth at ANOVA and the Natural Birth Center. So we have that event coming up at the end of March which people can find on Caroline's website at Body, Birth, and Baby. And then that is, I am planning a course. I have not launched it yet, but I am planning a six-week preparing for the postpartum period course that I'm going to be doing virtually. And it's going to basically be an opportunity for people to come together in community and learn about all of the resources that they have in that postpartum period, how to prevent pain postpartum, ways you can nourish yourself, how to talk to your partner, how to set boundaries, just really, um, I'm going to have a lactation consultant come in and talk about feeding and various things. And I'm really excited about it because my passion lies in the postpartum period and really helping connect people to resources and setting them up for success. That's super exciting. Are you going to be um, working on that? Is it going to be a live course? Are you going to be recording? It's going to be a live. Um, I'll probably, I'll also have it recorded so people can watch it, you know, after we do it, but it's going to be like a six week. I'm still deciding if I'm going to do every week or every other week. It's going to be like an hour or two at night. And yeah, my goal is just to really like give people a space to set themselves up because it, I mean, we we're all hearing it now. It's like, you have so much care during prenatal period and then you get to your postpartum period and you're like, Whoa, now what? <laughs> so my goal is to really support people through that transition. Awesome. That's so awesome. We can't wait to support you, Taylor. Absolutely. And then so much tell people where to find you, Taylor, where can we get at me on Instagram at Luna wellness collective or lunawellnessco.com and you can see all my stuff there. I love it. And then also very important, this is our fun, silly wrap up. Who is your celebrity crush? And you can define celebrity. Okay. So I don't, I've never really had a celebrity crush and I've kind of felt like alone in that because I feel like everyone has a celebrity crush, but we've been watching Emily in Paris and Alfie. I think it's his name is like definitely my current celebrity crush. I don't know his real name. <laughs> okay. So if we all Google Alfie, Emily in Paris, we'll get yes, a picture we'll see him. of what of your type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Kelly, do you have a celebrity you're into this week? Can you remember celebrities? <laughs> yeah, maybe I can remember one. Maybe like Zach Efron, I guess. <laughs> He's just the only person I know in the celebrity world. So that's what we're going with. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, you know, can't wait to, to get you guys together. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> 
Taylor, thank you so much for coming on to do this with us. We're so appreciative. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Super excited about everything you're doing. Yes, same. And I'll say that Dr. Kelly has been like mad inspiration to me through my journey. I kind of have this, like when I'm sitting down, like planning my business, I'm like, what would Kelly do? What would she do? And sometimes I reach out to, I'm like, okay, what would you do? So I am just so grateful for all that you've created for our community and continue to create. Well, thank you so much. I mean, any questions, please, please feel free. I go to these workshops to bring back everyone, like all this information. So yeah, I, I'm more than happy to, to you know, to dive whatever you need. So no problem. Thank you. And I do want to say thank you to Molly. I like just love how much you support what we do. And it's funny because I have thought, I'm like, man, if I just have Molly on my team, like <laughs> how do I find them? Because I just love how invested you are in this work. It really shines through and it's honestly changing our community. Thank you, Taylor. I so appreciate that. Everyone needs them all, right? <laughs> yeah, just ask the universe. She'll provide. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's been so fun. Thank you again. Thank you. If you like this podcast, please download, share, and review so that we can continue to share our mission more widely and support even more women and women-owned businesses on their wellness journey and self-care journey. You can also find us at www.orthopelvicpt.com on Instagram and YouTube at orthopelvicpt and on TikTok at orthopelvicpt1. At orthopelvicpt, we are primarily pelvic health therapists that practice treating hip pain, low back pain, leakage, postpartum, pregnancy, pubic symphysis dysfunction, prolapse, tailbone pain, and the list goes on and on. Whether you are struggling with acute pain or chronic issues, we would love to chat with you and recommend the next steps of just giving us a call and we'd love to chat today. Thank you.